Hey Swifters, I'm Simon Schofield. This is Shane Miller. G'day. And this is Eurobike 2018. Welcome to the Swiftcast Special. Okay, Shane, well, let's uh, start off by giving uh, the viewers and listeners a very quick rundown of an extremely busy Eurobike. We're just about to reach the Elite stand, so I'll take Elite, okay? You can take Wahoo. Okay. So Elite have announced a, like, crazily expensive but extremely beautiful smart bike, a new set of rollers, and a Drivo 2, mm -hmm. which they claim to be the most accurate smart trainer in the world. Hello, tax. Um, so why don't you do Wahoo? Wahoo? Well, today we saw Wahoo release or announce three products. We have the, I'll get to the most important one that I think lasts. Mm. First up, the Kicker Core. Yeah. Which... Baby kicker. It's a baby kicker because Wahoo have had the top end direct drive trainer mm. and they've had the lower end wheel on trainer, nothing in the middle. Boom, it slots right in the middle. Yep. So now they've got three options to choose from from there. So this is, it, it makes sense for what they've done with this. Uh, the specifications are a little bit lower than a kicker. I think they might have done themselves a little disservice because this core is silent. And we'll get to silence in a minute on the other products. Yeah. Through axle support and climb support and a 12 pound flywheel. So this thing's gonna, this is gonna do quite well, I think, yeah. in this market for that price. They've also announced the kicker headwind. Now the headwind is really, really interesting. It's, it's a very expensive fan. It is, it is, I won't, I won't dispute that. But on the experience side of things, this is the product that we all wanted, we've all had the idea for this, five minutes in to a Zwift race when we forget to turn our fans on. It's out of reach, if you stop pedaling, you're spat. So you'll do that Zwift race dripping in sweat. As a smart fan, you can turn it on remotely. So it solves that problem of you know, just turn the fan on, or it just starts up automatically. There's a few things still to come on that in regards to automation, so stay tuned. Yeah. Smart fan, so it, and it, it puts out a lot of wind. Now, I'm not just it's just another fan. If you stand in front of this thing, you'll know the difference between yeah. a normal fan. I'm not doing well, a sales pitch, but... I, I interviewed yeah. Chip, and we'll, we'll hear that later on in the episode, and Chip says, I mean, I must admit, I don't know how they're classified fans, but he said it's a one-horsepower motor. That sounds like a big fan to me. It's got two on the side and one outlet, so it, the direction of it, it's the, I guess they've done some very good design on exactly what it's designed for. It's specifically for cycling and working out indoors, rather than cooling your kids down or they're in the room or something like that. It's so got a whole horse in it though, Shane. A whole a horse? A whole horse. Well, we'll have to take one apart and see, <laughs> but giddy up on that. And then finally, the third product announced, and I think one close to my heart, because it was the original smart trainer that I bought, the Kicker 18. Yeah. The biggest revision we've seen to the Kicker since the Kicker back in uh, 2014. Yeah. Bigger flywheel, but it's quiet. It addresses quiet. the one Very issue. Silent. It addresses the one issue we all talk about in the forums yeah. about, well, it's got a bit of a whine to it. That's That was the, you know, which one do I go for when deciding about smart trainers? They'll solve that problem. So happy days there, and it is quiet. Uh, I have one data point from back home where my wife, Veronica, jumped on one morning, and she didn't know what trainer was there. She just pulled one out and did the workout. I wasn't aware that she was doing the workout. And I'm sort of walking there, I'm like, oh, I couldn't hear the Can't one. be on the kicker, but yeah. Yeah, so it works, and that's, that's a true data point that I had, and I did talk about that in my video. Yeah, and, and, and we should mention Shane's videos, because he's got six, six of them? Six drops Six of them on there now, which, yeah, you, know, you know, the traditional Shane deep dive. I mean, I, I think for this episode of the of the Zwiftcast, we're not going to deep dive like Shane does, because that's what Shane does. Uh, what we're just going to do is kind of give our, our, a big overview, really, and initial impressions, and a bit of kind of directional stuff. Yeah. And if you want the real, real detail, uh, head for Shane's YouTube channel, where you'll find the usual set of very deep dives on a uh, 
six-time basis. Uh, yeah, and what I don't deep dive in, I then proxy it off to Ray DC Rainmaker, who I'm here with at Eurobike as well. So I think we've got all angles covered here. Yeah, yeah. well, it's, there's a lot of coverage here. Yeah, there's an so awful lot of coverage It's really here. cool. We're talking about the products themselves, how they actually work and how they're used, yeah. rather than just the spec sheets you'll see elsewhere. So this is kind of cool to get hands-on, and it's uh, a lot of views already. We're only a few hours after those videos have dropped. Things are going very well. So people want to know about the cool new stuff, so yeah, that's why we're here. Yeah, so. and it is a very busy Eurobike. So let's, let's kick off with, I mean, that was a kind of overview. Let's kick off with a bit more of a detailed look at one of the brands, and here we are, Shane. We are approaching the Elite stand. Uh, and Elite pulled a little bit of a rabbit out of the hat, actually, with with the Foro Pista. Foro Pista. Which is a, well, I mean, there's only three words for it, really, which is designer smart bike. It's unbelievably beautiful. It's unbelievably expensive. And it works and unbelievably yeah it works it works like a salt trainer i yeah. call it a concept piece yeah. or actually i called it a crazy horse because if you've seen the pictures we've probably got up on the screen here um viewers it looks yeah. like a crazy horse yeah it doesn't look like it it looks like something you'll sit in the corner it'll win a few design awards and there we go ray and i jumped on this thing yesterday it's got erg mode level mode yeah. sim mode broadcast now plus in bluetooth and has power accuracy of plus or minus 2.5 percent these are the specs that we were just we stopped and went, are you pulling our leg? Are you pulling our, you know, what, this crazy horse, it, it's a full trainer. It, they've done them. It's, yeah, surprising. Well, I mean, the, the market is aimed at, I mean, I've just spoken briefly to the elite guys and they're, they're, they're very clear, you know, and their marketing materials are very clear. This is aimed at people, as you would expect, with an awful lot of money because we're expecting this to retail at somewhere between 10,000 and 14,000 euros. And, and I mean, Peter at Elite just said, well, you know what, we're targeting the guys with yachts. You know, well, I mean, somebody has to, don't they? Uh, but it's functional. It's beautiful, but also functional. Well, I mean, would you would you buy? Would you buy? Say you had that kind of money. Say you had that kind of money. No. <laughs> no. I would have somebody buy a number of other trainers and then ride them for me. <laughs> for that kind of money. And I'd Do you be know drinking what? I, coffee. I, I mean, I probably... I, actually, I, I kind of differ from you there, really, because... You like good design. I do like good design. Yes. I've, got a bit of an, I've got a bit of a soft spot for very beautiful, pretty things. And um, this is a very beautiful, pretty thing that is incredibly functional. Now, I mean, I'm not going to buy it because, like, I don't have 10,000 euro lying about. But if I did, I might be tempted. Okay, let's move on and talk about something that's just a little more, shall we say, accessible to uh, the average drifter. And it, even even this is, is high-end. Uh, but here we go, Shane. Let's move into the booth and talk uh, about... Well, let, let's just take a look at this, because this is this is what we've seen an awful lot of, really. This thing, this Fora Pista that we've just been talking about, has been attracting an awful lot of attention. It's yeah. a bit like, isn't it? It's a bit like, you know, when you see um, fashion designers and something crazy down the catwalk. This reminds me of the Homer Simpson car, but I think that's more of an, it's probably offensive to uh, to elite at the designs. This is beautiful. It's not the Homer Simpson car that we saw that was fully practical. It just didn't look very good. Mm. Um, it's left field. It's kind of confusing because you look at it and think it's not going to work, but it does. Mm. So mm. what we see here is all the other uh, media outlets at the moment all around this. There We have GCN, we've got Road.cc, we've yeah, got quite yeah. a few people around yeah, here. Yeah, they're uh, lagging a bit behind these guys. They must be very busy, but uh, yeah, Ray and I are in first and these Zwift cast is here now too. Yeah, a lot of people no. here, a lot of media, which is good yeah. to see. 
Well, it's, 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 it's an eye-catcher. It's the kind of thing you see at a show. But usually you see this at a show and it's non-functional. But this, yeah. this thing, as we have just said repeatedly, does actually work. Okay, let's move over to the Drivo or Drivo, Drivo 2. So, if we spin a three, a 180, it'll be well, right in shots. We'll kind of battle our way through the through the crowds here. Um, I just nudged you. Yeah, always a good thing to do. Um, so, Shane, here we are standing next to the Drivo 2. I'll put some shots of it up as we speak. Mm -hmm. um, well, I mean, uh, the, uh, what can we say here? I'll tell you what we can say. It's black and glossy. It is the Dark Knight edition uh, that Batman would approve of. That was one of the original criticisms of the Drivo 1 that looked like a vacuum cleaner. Um, this is still taking the... Well, we've come to love the vacuum cleaner. Look at this thing. It's quite unique. Um, black or charcoal, I guess, or a dark, so it sort of suits more bikes and dirty chains. Yeah. Um, but also they've adopted, they've ripped the legs off the spider that was the Diretto and put the uh, the legs, same Diretto kind of legs in here. So just a little bit more wide stance on this thing yeah. and a bit of a nose cone on the front. So I mean, I saw somebody, I did see somebody giving it some pezzle, actually. Mm. And and he was moving around. He was moving around on this this little bit of carpet. Yep. But but the, um, the legs themselves were not moving. I mean, there was no side-to-side -side yep. movement. It did look incredibly stable. Yep. And, and now um, Elita making this very, very, very big claim that this is the most accurate smart trainer that you can buy. Mm. Now, mm. and they're saying 0.5%. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are now getting into like... Stupid territory. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say we it. are really, because 0.5 or 1, Human. does it really, really matter? And I have to say, the Neo, I mean, they, they claim it. They claim a percentage in their marketing, but I, yeah. I've seen it tested at like way lower than that. It, it does, humans are horribly inaccurate. We are just sugar-powered pieces of meat on top of a bike. We are not very. We are not a motor. We are not a, a beautiful, consistent no. sine wave of a motor or anything around two, under two. Good yeah. enough for yeah. everyone, I think. Even Chris Froomel. Hang on, let me think of someone less controversial. Even <laughs> any of the riders at the Tour de France at the moment being cheered on don't really need anything more than like or more accurate than two percent. Yeah. That's good enough as long as it's um, consistent, day in day out, consistent with temperature changes, consistent with moving around. Maybe no spin down. That's kind of handy to have. It's about the experience of the trainer yeah. and power is. It's a solved problem already, I think. Yeah. So look, the original Drivo at around one percent, I believe, was always good. Good baseline that I always used. 0.5. It's nice to see. It's a differentiator, and I guess in this game it is about marketing too, isn't it? So but look, for, for throwing my leg over and turning the pedals, that didn't change the experience. I just I had a bit more confidence in the data. The data was good. Mm. It wasn't the biggest selling point for me though. Yeah. I mean, I think what where this where it will do well, and it's a very basic thing actually, uh, it'll do well because it's black. <laughs> I mean, it will. I mean, I do that that, yeah. that hor kind of horrible white cream color yeah. was a disincentive to buy. I do think the pink one sold very very well. Did it? They, really? they bought out a, a Tom Dumoulin's pink one after the Giro d'Italia win last year, I believe it was, and uh, did really well because it wasn't the white creamy off white colored one. Yeah. 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 But no, it's kind of cool. It, I, I don't mind it at all. It's a bit of a refresh as well. Yeah. Um, um, solid trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good marks. Good. I mean, you know, reacting to, to demand, really. Everybody did want a black one, and uh, now they've got a black one. So if you want a black Drivo, uh, you can get a black Drivo. Um, so elsewhere on these, uh, the, the only other thing I think of note on the Elite stand is, uh, let's wander over and have a look at these rollers. Now, this is a very interesting one, and this is a value prop world first. We have seen here on the drive. Oh. 
There we go. We're being shown the, uh, there's some design in there as well. This set of rollers has flywheels. Now, the normal set of rollers themselves, there's no real inertia with flywheels. No inertia on the rollers themselves. Once you stop pedaling, you come, you come coasting to a stop and you'll fall off. So that's a, that's a flywheel inside there. We have that. weighted flywheel in here. Yeah. Only one, we have two weighted flywheels. So the pedal strokes Either side, going. so, so there's one this side as well? Uh, or just that side? Two. Two on this side? Two. So just two this on this side? This is Peter, this is Peter Largo, who's a very important Hi. man at Elite. Hi, Peter. Hi, how are you? Yeah, yeah we're so very well. It's, uh, two, two flywheels, 2.7 kilos each. Yep. So total 5.4 kilos. The inertia effect, this is going to be maybe a strange number, the inertia effect is 1,200% greater than the previous version without the flywheel. So 1,200%, Shane. Well, you're starting from almost zero inertia as well. So I, I guess it's, <laughs> a, good, it's a good number. It's a good marketing number. True. But uh, I'm really keen to have a look at these. I've done a number of videos on rollers. Rollers aren't mass market. <clears throat> Excuse me. Have you, have you ridden these yourself? Have you ridden these? Not these ones in particular. They haven't allowed me to get on just yet. They might be a bit nervous because when I get on trainers first time, I think a lot of people get nervous after. Uh, <laughs> we won't mention. So um, very keen to get on these and ride Elta Zwift. I have done Elta Zwift on other rollers just to see if it can be done. These ones with the more inertial load, it's going to kick over that pedal stroke on the dead spot, which again adds to the experience of riding a bike. And look, at the end of the day, what these new additions to the trainer families are trying to do is just enhance the experience so we don't even need to think about what we're on, yeah, just yeah. having a better experience. So we'll see how they go. I mean, the thing with rollers, though, Shane, they're a bit, what should we say, they're a bit of an acquired taste. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got to learn to ride them, really, if you've not ridden rollers and before. And then learn not to fall off. And the risk of falling off is relatively high. Now, here's something very interesting in regard to getting on rollers for the first time. A lot of it, because the bike is elevated quite high, a few inches, you've got to stand somewhere. Yeah. Elite have actually built in step into the unit so this thing steps now this That's is cool. I, I was quite surprised with this the step here off to the left hand side of the unit now because this moves forward and back as well the step pops up a little bit oh wow so now clears, that is clever so clears that itself. is very clever so once you've stepped on here and jumped on the bike yeah. the step stands up and to jump off step back down and away you go cool. that's a pretty cool little design thing just a little the little tiny things that you might not pick up on but when you they make sense yeah, yeah. And i like seeing that we'll see a lot of that this year and in the coming years of just optimizing a few things here and there that we'll just take for granted soon yeah. there's a lot of things missing in this in this, this respect yeah rollers i mean they'll remain a niche product won't they yeah, for sure. i mean i was certainly for for, for Swift, but certainly for competing on swift i mean the last thing i want to be thinking about when i'm racing on Zwift or going really hard is can I keep my balance and shall I not fall off the rollers? Have you, you ever know? gone through the S's on a set of rollers? No. A lot of people have gone through the S's and then some extra corners around there. <laughs> it can get a bit wonky through the S's. Yeah. I've done, I've been known to sort of grind a bit of an edge of a tire on the side of these things, but uh, that should be good. And another 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 feather in their cap, I guess you'd call it. And yeah. a unique one at that with uh, the resistance well, and the inertia for the uh, flutter. Well, you know, Tom Mark's really for persisting with rollers because the people who love rollers really love rollers. And mm -hmm. Elite really are just, I mean, there are other roller manufacturers, but Elite are the, probably the only ones really making interactive what well, they're called interactive rollers or connected rollers yeah no others that i can see showcased here so yeah i guess that might be it yeah so um that's elite uh, a very exciting stand actually a very exciting booth uh, this year's Eurobike. Um, so we're going to move along now. Um, Shane, we're going to we'll, we'll talk in detail, I think, about what, who's offering next. But yeah, um, what? Uh, I know it's early days, but you've seen a lot of this stuff in advance. And I actually, in the few hours I've been here, I've, I've worked my way around quite a lot of stuff. What's what's the standout for you? 
Prices. I mean, we've not mentioned, I have to say, we've not mentioned at all tax, which we ought to do, actually. So let's just rattle through tax. I mean, tax... Yes. The smart well, bike. Uh, beaut another beautiful-looking thing. Uh, beautiful yeah. in a different way from the Elite offering. But um, the tax smart bike. Uh, Neo platform. Um obviously has moved on quite significantly from last year when it was just it was simply a which prototype. is good because it has been almost yeah. 12 months since last yeah. year we really needed to see that thing get a bit of a hurry on and we have we can now throw a leg over it this year the one thing they've addressed and this is a good thing is that gear change feel yeah that i've talked about on the atom which is more smooth sort of resistance changes and you weren't quite sure um there is a clunk but it's yeah what's what's really interesting it's like a digital clunk it is and the way they've done it and ray and i were talking about this in the rv trip down how they've done it and does it really replicate real world what happens and i've come to the conclusion it does because when you change gear on a bike it you have effectively no resistance for just that microsecond and then you feel like oh i've changed gear yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. chunk you feel on the bike the, yeah. the, 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 so what they do on the uh the tax neo smart bike Oh, we're going this way. It's we'll this way. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, let's keep going. Yeah. Sorry about the slight navigation error there, viewers. <laughs> so, uh, what they've done is, because they, they, they sample that uh, flywheel and the resistance at a thousand times a second, they can just, for a, a millisecond, a microsecond, take off that resistance and then kick it back in a little harder. So, it feels like the chain is just a little bit off. Yeah. Which way are we heading? Yeah. Uh, towards tax. Are we going in the wrong direction? Yep. Oops, sorry. Yep, we need to go through this way. Okay, let's do that. Um, so how they simulate that is they remove the resistance from the from the flywheel or from their sorry, it's not a the, the resistance unit. Mm. And then they kick it back in because they can do that so quick. And that's exactly what happens out on the road. And going from big ring to small ring, that's what happens. There's no load on the pedal yeah, yeah. and then it kicks in. Yeah. They've replicated that. What we need to see though is in the real world environment. That's as good in a little production sort of on the stand, we can click through the gears. What's it like when we really get it home though and really tear its head off on a green jersey yeah. sprint or the yeah. Watopia wall KON? Yeah. It was interesting. I, I caught actually um, Eric, Eric Men, CEO of Zwift. Getting on it, I think, I'm pretty sure it's for the first time. But I don't know whether he's. Do we have to put the seat down? Because Eric's <laughs> sorry, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a bit naughty, Shane. Actually, he's a he's a very nice man. He may be shorter than you and I, but he's a very nice man. Which well, first time. The smart bike is adjustable. Uh, yes, the point being made that the smart bike is, is and has adjustable. adjustable cranks. Did you see that little yeah, little, yeah, yeah. That from one seventy to one seventy five. Now this is very interesting. A lot of smart bikes have locked in cranks due to the well, it's it's kind of hard power generate. It's how they measure power and yeah. not anyway. You can actually change the crank. Well, it's not the crank length, it's the pedal length, which is effective crank length, yeah. by a little plug behind the pedal, up or down a little bit. Very, very interesting. It looks beautifully engineered. That is a say. very nice little component. It does look engineered. I, I mean, my, my first yeah. observation from the gear change was the, the buttons, the little paddle shifters. Well, they're not paddle shifters, actually, but they're, they're more like mouse buttons, a bit like DI2. But there's not, there's not enough kind of textural differentiation on them. You're not yeah, quite I, sure which I, button is which, but I do th I think that will be a pretty yeah. easy problem to solve. I, I think actually. that's one thing that uh, everyone's looked at and said, look guys, I just want a little bit of tactile feedback in the button itself. So we can feel it through the uh, through the pedals, yeah. which is where we thought we wouldn't feel it. But yeah, so they're looking at doing uh, just a little bit of a refinement before full production. I mean, have you had one to test? No, I before? haven't. No. We, so we, what's, uh, your, what's your kind of experience of riding on it? A few minutes at uh, Tax HQ, which we snuck into the other day yeah. in Amsterdam, and uh, just a few minutes here. So not a lot, and that's where we really need to bring it into the Llama lab test, controlled environment. More importantly, 
my environment yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than someone yeah. else's. So make yeah. sure it's the true experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I had five minutes on it. Um, but to be honest, riding trainers at shows, it's... Yeah, it's hard. It's not... I mean, for a start, you're, you're nearly always too hot. Although the built-in fans did seem pretty effective to me, actually. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I don't know when you're really hammering it. They're right in your face. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Fully adjustable as well. You can tilt them. They are. Them they and... are. And with those fans, and I'm just, just thinking about the, the smart fan concept and things like that, You'd be able to simulate a crosswind by having the left fan on rather than the right, or the right fan on rather than the left. I mean, we need to start thinking about this and start talking about this yeah, outside yeah, of the square. Yeah, yeah. So you laugh, and it's kind of it is kind of amusing. But we need to be having these conversations with this innovation yeah. to change the experience in maybe not next year or the year after. But we're going to start thinking three years in advance, yeah. not just refining what we're doing, which we see a lot of refinement happening. But now I'm just going to stop you there. That uh, that Italian bike, that crazy designer Italian bike. Mm -hmm. Did you notice? Uh, and I've, I've busted in uh, here because we're walking past. I think the, it's a UK we're company. Walking I think past Simon's this day. stand, which is Brooks, Brooks England. I mean, they've branched out Brooks now, as you can see, into uh, all manner of different things. But of course, most famous for their fantastic leather saddles. And what did we see on that Italian designer bike? A Brooks leather Brooks saddle. Style. Yes. English saddle on everything yeah, else looked like Italian super bike. Italian. Oh. Anyway. Anyway, that's the kind of thing that happens at Europe. Right? You, you, you walk past the booth and something pops at your head. So uh, that's what just happened. And we were talking about... Um, Future thinking innovation and all this. Yeah. Now I'm going to slide yeah. you into a different topic here, Simon. Maybe forward and back a little bit. Maybe a bit side to side with what we've been talking about. Cyclops. Yes. Well, let's. Uh, yeah. Let's just. I just want to finish off on tax. Are we nearly there, or are we walking around in circles? We've got three days walking to get to tax. This is a big place. <laughs> Teaser coming up on Cyclops. That's yeah. something very okay. interesting. We'll slide into that in a sec. Well, in that, while we get to tax, we'll just carry on talking about tax, if that's mm -hmm. okay. So. Neither of us have really had quality time on the smart bike. Um, the sound has changed here, podcast listeners, <sighs> rather than, yeah, I know. It's so, it's just so full on in it, there, it, isn't it? The, I mean, word, the word a group of cyclists in Melbourne call it is full noise. Full noise. <laughs> yeah, full noise. And the background is they've got this like massive air conditioning system. Yeah. Which is just, the, I mean, you kind of get used to it after a while, but there's this incredibly pervasive machine sound. Uh, Very industrial. Hang Shane. on. Shane. <laughs> Slam dunk. Uh, okay, so here we go back into the hall. The nature of the sound will change. We are still on our way to tax and we'll still carry on talking about tax. So uh, we've only had a little, a little time on the smart bike. I was impressed. I mean, it's very oh, difficult yeah. to judge things at shows, but I actually was pretty, pretty impressed. It, it, uh, and Eric said, actually, I don't think I ever finished the Eric story. Eric got off it and said, it feels like a bike. There we go. What we need is the, the innovation, the technology we are going to be riding in the future needs to be, we don't need to learn how to ride it. We should, we know how to ride a bike. Yeah. We should be able to jump on and use those same skill sets. And here it is. Here it is. Here's, um, here's Natalie, whose life actually is dominated by looking after Eric Lynn, isn't it, Natalie? Yeah, it is. Is it a hard job? It is um, a very demanding job. It, it, does Eric do very demanding things? No, it's not Eric, it's the rest of the team. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's easy. But Eric, I think Eric has a 4 a.m. email habit, doesn't um, he? Eric has a 24-hour email habit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, Natalie is a very is a very wonderful person who looks after uh, lots of people as well. Have you had a go on this bike, Natalie? I haven't, no, but I'm not going to do it while 
you full brief. <laughs> well, I think we'll leave you to your area of expertise, and Shane will carry on with our alleged area of expertise. So, Shane, we've um, we've reached the the smart bag. Hang on, um, I think we have to spin around for the viewers. Uh, us with the camera behind. Oh yeah. Hang on, here go now. Put that so it's behind. Okay. So well, you have to edit like this, this one out with a big screen behind. It looks freaking awesome. Oh yeah. There we go. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So we've now reached the text uh, stand, and the I mean the absolute centerpiece is is the smart bike. Here we are. Uh, here it is, um, and I've shot this. I've shot this on my uh, on my other camera, which I think would be slightly better shot. So we'll go to those now. But um, so neither of us have really ridden it, Shane. Uh, but the five minutes I had, I was impressed. I mean, there's two or three things I, I I saw straight away, which 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 I think they need to fix, and I think they know they need to fix them. But they're talking about shipping in September. About, yeah, yeah, apparently so. Shipping in September. And let's uh, let's get to the elephant in the room. Price around about two and a half thousand euros. I mean, yeah, that's a big chunk of change. We're not quite what like atom level, but if we can enhance the experience, that's worth that extra dollars. Look, at the end of the day, I'm about the experience. If it's a good experience, yeah. well, I'll pay for it. So, Do you think it'll sell? Do you think it'll sell? Look, we need to know a lot more about the bike. The concept is great. I love the fact that you pull it out. It's there. It's adjustable. Um, the Q factor is not too wide. Again, if people are worried about that. It's not going to be a big issue. Um, crank length. We've got a, it, It's all there, ready to go. We need to know more about the real experience. Yeah. And I guess that's what a lot of the videos that I make on, rather than the marketing and the speed, you know the specs. Yeah. We know how much wattage you can hold. We know it turns the cranks. We know that. Yeah. What's it like well, to no, ride? I, I mean, that's, that's the yeah. key. That's yeah, the yeah. key. If it's good, it'll yeah. be a seller for sure. Yeah, yeah. It'll no, I, big box I think yeah, I think you're right. I know you're very much about the experience, but. Um, I was talking to somebody who just jumped off it, and I just said to them, it was off camera, I just said, two and a half grand, would you? You know, is it worth it to you? And he, and he said, actually, do you know what? It's worth two and a half grand for me never to have to put my six grand bike on a trainer ever again. There we go. So there are different reasons for buying it than other than experience, I think. As yeah, long okay. as yeah, long yeah. the experience meets some basic needs, which which I think it will. Well, I mean, I think a, it will. Yeah. Just to broaden the horizon, it, it, that's the experience of getting things set up. If they've broken that barrier down, and the experience of setting it up has been taken, you know, it, it just takes away barriers. Yeah, yeah. And if it's there in a bike, and I've always had said, if you've got a bike on the trainer always ready to go, you're more likely to get up and ride it yeah. rather than have to put it on. So this bike is always ready to go. So yeah, in that respect, very good point. Yeah, yeah. Well, we shall see. I mean, shipping in September sounds it sounds very ambitious to me, but I got that straight from the horse's mouth from from Simon Tax, and in um, part two of the Swiftcast, uh, we will be talking to Simon uh, and have a full interview with Simon. This is going to be part one, by the way, because there's so much to get through. So let's finish off at tax and we'll walk over to this marvellous little spinning spinning display here, which is the Flux 2 Smart. Now, I think... Um, uh, I mean, what really is there to say much new? What, what was it? It's Flux 2 with a, with a haircut and a... Having brushed his seat, isn't it, really? Pretty much. They've given a little bit more clearance for um, long cage railers, which is one of the Achilles heel of the original units. Whenever the word flux is mentioned, I get a bit nervous. I think Tax get a bit nervous when I'm around anything mentioned about the flux. Look, uh, yeah, I, they're over that now, though, aren't they? I, I hope so. We got to we got to version three uh, of, of them sending me trainers not to break, and the, the third one's okay. I'm keen to get the flux too and have a look at that. A few refined specs, but really, what we're looking at here, if you were to quickly glance at this, you wouldn't know any difference, to be honest. It's, it's a little prettier with some design changes. I think it's just more of a, 
of revision and I yeah. guess internally maybe a little bit more robustness as well. Yeah, yeah. A refresh, I think, yeah, a little yeah. refresh and uh, very nice little uh, spinning spinning display. Um, so is that it for tax? I think it more or less is for tax, isn't it? Was there anything else new? That is, but I'll give you a small teaser of standby for more later on, I'm sure. This can't be all from tax. Standby for more later on. I, I Shane, think, that's a bit crap. You're going to have to do better than that. I think this year we'll see more trainers. Eurobike is really early this year. It's yeah. two months earlier. We're seeing a lot of announcements rather than actual product. I, I think we'll see more from tax. I think we might. Okay, let me throw a bit of bait in the water then. Sure. Neo 2. Haven't I mean, heard. it's kind of about I, time, I, isn't I, it? Well, I haven't heard about the Neo. Like, to be, and I'll be honest with you, I haven't mm. heard anything about it. They've got to be thinking about it, don't yeah. they? The Neo is pretty old. The technology is still really good, though, and it still works. People yeah. still love their Neos. And only now, others are coming up to that the baseline that the Neo has set mm. with a quieter kicker today, finally. So I think they've been a little lazy on the Neo side of things, not refreshing it and keeping it new business because they didn't really have to. Mm. I think they're going to have to do something very soon, though, or even just allude to maybe a Neo 2? I haven't heard it, but if, are they going to call it the Neo 2? Are they going to call it the, the Morpheus or something? I don't know. They've got to keep keep things fresh. Yeah. We shall okay. see. It's got to be something else. All right. Though. Well, we think there's something else coming from time. I tell you what, let's just wonder. There's a guy on the um, on the smart bike here. Let's just wander, uh, wander over. I couldn't and, see and him. He was in cargo pants. pants. He was in cargo pants. Okay. I couldn't see. There he goes. So, um, hello. You're live on the, uh, well, not live, but you're on the Zwiftcast now, which is the podcast for Zwifters. Okay. Um, and you're on the tax smart bike. What do you make of it? Okay. Okay. Okay, like two and a half thousand euros. Okay, or I think so because I have one from another vendor, vendor for two two k, and that's that's better than, than mine. Right. And does it? It's good. Does it feel like a bike? Does it ride like a bike? Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, can we you can't really ask for better than that. Jake, really, can you? Real world review, and someone's done well sticking a camera in someone's face who's sweaty. <laughs> Bold move. Poor man, he looks a little bit surprised, actually. Yeah, uh, there we go. <laughs> now, just, 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 as a, just as a side issue, I mean, it's not, not in our world, this, but the stand opposite us, let's just take a look at that, because this this is oh, the, my oh. God, I mean, this is the Colnago. Now, we saw this last year because the booth okay. we were in last year, we could see into this. I yes, mean, look at this place. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of walking into, not that I do this very often, but it reminds me of walking into a kind of high-end fashion store on, on Fifth Avenue. I was going to say a medical I clinic. Mean, yeah. But no, it's, it's got the nice white and bright on camera. This should be beautiful. But if you just scroll up there to the right there, Simon, the booth up there yeah. has a leather couch, yeah. coffee machine, yeah. air conditioning. It's also got a time trial bike up there, which is kind of cool to see as well. But they, they, these guys do it right. And we the way that the bikes are displayed. Very, and Very you know. similar to the Elite stand. It's very polished, good yeah. to see. And uh, But this is this is bikes as, as high fashion, isn't it? This is bikes as luxury item, high fashion. I mean, look at that. Look at that Look at that white bike there displayed on the white stand. I mean, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But this is not... This, I know this is a trade show, but this is not... This is not how cycling used to be, is it? It used to be like this in magazines, but we're now yeah. seeing this sort of like a studio shot set up yeah. at a trade show. It's not just sort of things on the wall, go through the inventory, what do you want that's bulk order, because this is a B2B yeah. a conference that we're at, effectively, yeah, yeah. a show. But, but, but well done, Colnago. I mean, that I, is... I'll, I'll, I'll take that one over there on the end, though. Yeah. That, the dark one. Yeah, we'll take on that one. On my dark Drivo 2. Yeah. Oh, look at that retro one there. Oh. I quite like that. We're like kids at a candy store, you know. You know we just... 
That's rather There's beautiful. There's something actually. to have a look at all the time. That, that is, very... is rather beautiful. Look at the paint finish on that. Anyway, Shane, we're getting distracted. I feel sorry. We're talking about paintwork for a for a podcast. Um, it, it's caramel red, deep red. I, I, I think that's a very famous red. Actually, it's a very famous Colnago red. Actually, okay. I forget the name of it. I, mean, I think it was associated deep with a, with the World Championship. Deep Epo red, deep blood. <laughs> you didn't no. say Epo red, did you? I did. Go, go easy, boy. Go easy, boy. Go easy. <laughs> okay. Well, um, let's wander over now. We've we've kind of done tax. Wahoo's really close, isn't it? So let's. We have. We, we've. Skirted Wahoo, those uh, keen viewers may have seen us just past that uh, stand before. Let's head back over. Yeah, let's uh, let's take a take a walk over there. I mean, we did we kind of did Wahoo in some depth in the uh, in the little intro piece actually. But three new products: um, the climb, big day, big day finally, day. finally, 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 finally oh. is available to buy. Um, and that, that's Ray and I spoke about this. It did save them a little bit of, uh, I guess, uh, maybe criticism they may have had by not shipping a product after you know, between Eurobikes because they announced it last year and it only just started shipping this year. So they, they snuck in. They just snuck in with the shipping of the Kicker Climb. Yeah. Uh, so here we are. Now, um, I, said that I, I asked this question of Chip, actually, Chip Hawkins, the president of Wahoo. The last couple of Eurobikes I've been to, Wahoo's stand has been. Modest. It's called a modest. Okay, the, I would the say. Eurobike. And what I found out from Ray that Eurobike is owned by the Messer here, the, yeah. the conference hall. So they put that on. Yeah. It's, it's so expensive to exhibit. It's very hard to get in here because people book years and years in advance. And if you're yeah. a newbie, hey, you start at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Wahoo were crammed away. Oh, is that what it was? It yeah. wasn't a pricing thing. No, they, they were crammed into the corner. Even though they had some pretty good, as well-established products, yeah. Wahoo were crammed in a corner for a year. The year after, they were a little better. This year, said to stage, look at this. So we have a big meeting booth at the top. Now, one thing, if people yeah. are unaware of what happens at Eurobike, of course it looks like we're walking around and looking at all the eye candy. Behind the scenes, it's nearly every booth has a meeting room. It's B2B. Yeah. Yep. All around the world. So, yep. up, in fact, there it is upstairs. There's, actually, a, there's a stairwell here. Upstairs, there's Multiple rooms. So, nearly every booth here has a meeting room and they'll be sitting down and getting to meetings. So, you've got to schedule the meetings if you want to talk to people. Mm. Wahoo has set up this year. They've, they've yeah. done really well. I've spoken to all the team here today because I had three videos drop. And look, I keep a track of the comments and the general vibe about a new product. Is it going to do any good? I mean, I, 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 I'm passionate about this, this stuff they make. I ride it, I use it, I like it, but it's got to get out there in the, the community. Do they like it? They look like buying it. So, uh, all smiles, all smiles in the Wahoo booth already. Yeah, yeah. And these these three products now. Mm -hmm. Let's just wander over and just remind viewers what they and listeners what they are. These three products are the brand new Kicker, which is billed as being totally <laughs> silent, and the Climb, which is finally available, and the Wahoo Headwind. So mm -hmm. this this is the kind of this is the well. This really is the. Um, it's the Wahoo package, isn't it? It's the Wahoo package. They're after an ecosystem. So if you want to go into a shop or go in there and just buy a solution that will all work together so I can see exactly the angle they're going for. The technology that we connect here and this trainer to that software to this head unit to this, it, it can get a bit confusing. There are standards that are still emerging and can be a bit tricky. So what they're aiming for here is you can just go in for one company, one solution. Yeah. And also the support of that is a lot easier for them and good for the consumer, from, from my perspective anyway. You have one point of contact. We might be able to help you out getting everything up and running. And when it works, you're good. You're going. 
Um, and if you yeah. buy all three, you know, you might get a discount. They do the bundles, don't they? They need to incentivize that to keep it all in the same yeah. family, and it's cheaper for them as well. Yeah. So rather than because I mean, no doubt they'll get support queries about oh, I've got your trainer, but you know, they're talking up to this head unit and this. They'll have to do the support of other companies at the same time. But if you keep it in the whole system, keep it all together, yeah. put a bolt on the front. You know, they've um, yeah. they've got the options there anyway, yeah. and through the same distribution channels, which is also new. Yeah, definitely so. And um, I mean, yeah, we'll just have a brief mention of, of the baby kicker. Uh, this is ah. it over here, the kicker core. Uh, it's tiny, isn't it? I mean, it really is small. It's a bit um, of a bump. Do you think? Do you think this? Do you think we're seeing really? the end of the wheel on trainer or the beginning of the end of the wheel on Look, this, trainer this is very close to something that's almost at the price point of a, a good high end wheel on trainer in a direct drive mm. the specs of this I think Wahoo may have done themselves a bit of a disservice by making this such a high spec mid-range unit mm. I think this is going to be a, a maybe a Doretto killer for sure yeah it's got some good braking power it's got a flywheel size very similar to that of the kicker one kicker two it's quiet yeah so maybe is this even an upgrade path for those with a kicker one or kicker two maybe a kicker three probably a kicker one or kicker two it's not climb compatible this little baby unit here does it all yeah um I haven't but, thrown the leg over yet though so I mean it's again if it holds up as it does on paper we shall see but I mean, there's what now? A hundred bucks, hundred and fifty bucks in it between a wheel on and a wheel off trainer. I mean, is there any, is there any point any longer in buying a wheel on trainer? Uh, I mean, they're ease, finicky. Ease, they go use. through tires. Ease of use, ease of use. Because some people, I mean, taking a wheel on and off. Yeah. That's yeah, probably yeah. about it. So some people aren't confident with doing that, and I, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to have to move on, Simon, because I see something other than Swift on the screen. Yeah. Only kidding. Only kidding. We have. Now that. look, look what's shown on the screen. Tours. We have Road Grand Tours. Road Grand Tours. I, uh, and look, I had a chat to yeah. Alex today. Alex is here, and uh, look, they're very proud of their product. So it's good to see, again, talking about competition in this space, we do like it. Walking away from the Wahoo booth, just literally around the corner, we come across a, a very familiar colour. We know these guys. The colour the color orange, and uh, here we are, Zwift at Eurobike. I mean, not, um, not hugely eventful for Zwift, I don't think. I mean, Android release. I don't know whether that was time to coincide with with Eurobike, but um, dropped out of the sky that one. Yeah, it did. Yeah, um, I think he's been quite well received by people. I mean, I think people are very, very, very I... pleased to see Zwift trying to get Android right. We know it's a huge challenge oh, yeah. with with so many different devices out there. But yep. I think just to show that they really mean yeah. what they say when they're going to get it onto the Android platform, we've, we've, it's very important. We've seen a few delays from Zwift, I think, haven't we? Recently, we've seen a few delays in yeah. Um, yeah. things coming out. Look, but they're true to their word. Yeah. They had Zwift on show here on the Android device last year. And here we've got the open beta, and it does yeah. work. It does work. Now, the yeah. challenge they have for Zwift, and we've said it all along, that something like Trainer Road or something other software that controls the trainer isn't 3D graphic rendering the whole yeah. new world. Zwift is very, very resource intense. It is a 3D environment. It's not just a, a game on screen. What actually happens to draw those little pixels on the screen that we hear, it can happen with a high-powered device, an iPhone, an Apple TV, a PC, and a Mac. It's kind of hard to do and present a usable experience across the board. And that's what they're having trouble with, or will have been having trouble with. As you said, the response has been quite good. I thought people would be very angry when it came out, but given coming out in a beta, yeah. where it's, look, this is just a test, it may not even work. Yeah. People are still happy to try it out. So it's a really good, um, again, I think Zwift has built on the beta days. You and I, back yeah, in the beta yeah. days, 
and we, we, we brought them through that and helped out and yeah. as a lot of people and a lot of listeners have done as well it's happening all over again so I think it's a good thing I like it yeah. if they had to come out as a this is final polished product then there would have been some problems yeah no I mean it's very clearly basic the, the, the funniest comment I saw on one of the forums was um, uh, I'm complaining because um, uh, Zwift on Android doesn't run on my microwave yes look I'm, I'm sure they're working on that but again microwaves and ant plus signals it can get a bit tricky so it might have to be blue they'll, they'll work on that they'll work on that they will okay so this is the this is the Zwift Sun then uh, look at those uh, orange jerseys Jesper which a few people may uh, may recognize a couple of very fit looking people demonstrating the products where do we get that kit from I want to know uh, and the usual orange they are actually uh, they have teamed up with, uh, with Tax. Yeah. and then this is what happens at Eurobike all the time this here's, is what happens hang on here's one of our friends from Tax <laughs> He's a bit of a... Uh... He's a character. Now, <laughs> now, who we've just spotted is Hilco. Now, Hilco uh, is part of the team that look after tax support. Yeah. So if you want to have an, a major issue with any tax product, he's a guy who will probably see it or Escalate too. Fantastic personality. And they're real people behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people well, are often, here on the ground. You yeah. often see Hilco in the forums, actually. He he'll, he'll jump into the forums and answer questions. He never doesn't have a smile. You saw him. He's, he's over in the background here. We should get him on the show one day. But really good, uh, interesting guy but loves and brings the product and actually cares about it. And you'll yeah. see those people here. I've seen the product managers over at the Wahoo booth as well, still there talking about their product. A lot of them are a little nervous today too, because, uh, and the reason being is all these people, Ray, myself, Simon, we're releasing content about their products that they've been working on for a long time. It's their babies we're talking yeah, yeah. about. So these people are here to support their products here as well. So good to see Hilco walking around yeah. and uh, knowing their products in and out. It's good. Okay, well, we've got to move on now because I can see my memory card. I'm shooting this in 4K, which may prove to be a poor decision, but uh, my memory card's running out. I think there's just enough space to go and see Cyclops. So let's wander over and see Cyclops, where um, big news on the rocker platform, the rocker plate movement. Um, it's called The Thing. I've called it the Don't Know Star Wars device. <laughs> let's go have a look. Let's go have a look at it. Well, we've crossed from Hall B we were in before, Hall B, to Hall A. Yeah, it was we've, a bit, bit... We've hauled ass across there. It's a long <laughs> way. Yeah, it is, yeah. I mean, the, 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 the distances at Eurobike are just enormous. Anyway, we find ourselves, Shane, at the Saris stand. Now, Saris is the overall name. It would be familiar to cyclists, obviously. Mm -hmm. But Cyclops is, um, is the brand that most of us will know. Mm -hmm. And here we are with the very first kind of properly commercially available rocker plate yeah this is um, uh, a, a, yeah. a a product about which you are shall we say ambivalent yeah i'm still on the fence and as i said i can go either way with a rocker plate bad joke okay we won't go there now look that yeah, was terrible what they've done is taken the the community style rocket plates that we see we're familiar with and just added it to the next level they've actually got a bit of a an up and down forward and back motion on the thing as well so there's a bit more freedom to move another axis i guess you'd call it yeah uh, has it solved the problem i'm not sure again we need more time on this. what's the problem though this is where you and i differ i think yeah I mean, let's just we'll just take a look at, at this while we're talking um so what is the problem Shen? i mean i mean as you see it yep. it's like well i i don't like rocket plates because i can't sprint on them or if i do they 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 feel nothing like real life what i'm yeah. and i'm like 
But that's not what they're for, Shane. What they're for is to make long rides on trainers a little bit more comfortable. I think you're being too generous. I think you're being too generous <laughs> in, in something that's not quite there. What I'm looking for is a device that, when you step on it indoors, it's exactly what you know outdoors. So if you, if right. you outdoors, if you want to go up for a sprint, you know how to change that gear on the dead spot, you know how to swing the bike, it swings under you, it, it, the bike jumps underneath you. I want that exact same experience inside. These rocker plates aren't quite there with that yet, but this is getting closer. With my short time on this yesterday, this is a little closer with that. Is it the solution? I'm not sure. Is it a solution? Absolutely. And this is also multiple trainer compatible. So we're not just looking at the, we are looking at the hammer with a brand new hammer H2 on this one. It's a big old beast though, isn't it? It's a um, bit of a TIE fighter. It's, um, I don't know. I mean, they haven't got this in, in two pieces it looks like it doesn't fold at the moment I but that's i mean what they're looking at yeah, um, yeah. i mean surely it will have to fold for shipping oh, you would yes. have thought absolutely and i get the sense your attitude is slightly softened this is closer yeah this is closer to uh what i'd like to be seeing Again, as I said, it's not quite there yet, I don't think. Again, we need to bring things home into a familiar environment. As we were talking about before, testing something in an artificial yeah. environment that is a, a big trade show where everything's perfect. We want to see these things at home and on our bikes, I think, is yeah. the, the key. With this. Well, but also, how they fit in our rooms. I mean, my, my mm. immediate thought about this is, I mean, it massive, not massively, it significantly increases the footprints. Although, I don't know, maybe not actually, because the front wheel kind of... You know, the, the, the front wheel comes off the end of it there, so I don't know, the footprint might be might be similar perhaps to, yeah, there is to a, the there footprint we're used to working with. People are searching for like, the smart bikes, just trying to squeeze them down in size. Look, there's mm. going to be a certain point where there has to be a bike underneath this and something has to be robust to, to actually work. Any smaller than this probably wouldn't work. These, I mean, humans are, we're heavy beasts. Mm. We put out a lot of power in sprints. They need to be able to take, in, take into account this. I did rip out a bit of a sprint on this yesterday and it held up just fine. So size-wise, I don't have a problem. Um, but I'd, I'd, I'd love, again, more time, more data. Yeah, yeah. But I do like the fact that Cyclops have come to market with this. They've come yeah. to the biggest trade show in the world and showed yeah. something like this. There's got to be a bit of nervousness there, I guess, introducing something like this. Um, no one else has touched something similar to this just yet in the market. So, hey, first one's here. Yeah. First one's here. Well, they are. And, and as we're about to see in here, because I do have this piece ready. This is one of the pieces I had ready pre-Eurobike. They've actually been working on this. I don't know whether you knew this. They've been working on this eight years. So they watched the whole DIY thing last winter and they were like, oh my God. Anyway, mm -hmm. let's hear a little bit more about that because here's, uh, here's one I made earlier, as they say. The remarkable explosion in DIY rocker plates last winter, as documented by the Zwiftcast, took pretty much everyone by surprise. But there was one notable exception, Saris. The company behind the Cyclops brand, amongst others, has been developing something similar for a long, long time. Eight years ago, we made our first like full prototype of a system you could put a trainer and a bike on. That was BJ Bass, the chief mechanical engineer at Cyclops. And yes, you did hear that right. He did say eight years. You must have been completely vindicated when you saw the, the, this flowering of the DIY movement. Yeah, it's, it was exciting, and at the same time, it's terrifying to watch. <laughs> terrifying, because the engineers in Madison, Wisconsin, were desperate that the DIYers didn't discover what they felt to be their secret weapon, fore and aft movement. How much, how much travel is there on that? 
go from there to there is, that's nine and a half inches. At the Saris HQ, I was shown some late stage prototypes of the platform that combines fore and aft and side to side movements. The fore and aft discovery, made almost by accident, was an instant hit with early testers. That first prototype happened to allow just a little bit, like, like three quarters of an inch or an inch of fore aft movement in it. And that's what everyone responded to. This fore aft movement is what really makes the difference when I'm accelerating, when I'm riding up a hill. Uh, that virtual environment really drives that need for the fore aft movement. The advantage of fore and aft, say Saris, is that it more accurately mimics outdoor riding by making it easier to do inside what we all do outside instinctively, and that's to get through the dead spots in the pedal stroke. When the pedals are horizontal, you produce a lot of torque, and when the pedals are vertical, you produce basically no torque. And to get through that moment where the pedals are vertical, you shift the bike just a hair underneath you. If you have this 20-pound bike that you shift underneath you, I mean, it's pretty easy movement. But when you're riding a trainer, in my case, I have a 200-pound weight that I have to move back and forth the same amount, which is a lot of work, it's hard on your knees, and so what the, the fore-aft movement in the platform gives you is a much lighter weight object to move through that dead spot. Both movements are built into a full-length platform and are able to work at the same time, but independently of each other. As you move fore-aft, there's nothing stopping the side-side side from acting in exactly the same way at any point in that movement. Um, so the two are very independent. Honestly, the science behind this screams for it. Everything that everyone knows about indoor cycling is about to change. We've all trained on you know, indoor trainers here for a decade, and they have been uncomfortable, and everything about getting on a trainer is about getting your workout done as fast as possible. And if you can be off of that thing in 20 or 30 minutes, that is the goal every time. I think this changes that. Okay, Shane, well, the little, the little symbol on my viewfinder here, I think it's telling me that I have absolutely filled up the memory card on this. So um, I think I will actually edit this evening and try and get something out really quickly. So uh, day one, we've seen a lot. We've both managed to cover a lot of ground already. What's your, what's the standout thing for you? Standout thing for me. Now, this is left field. I mean, we've got all the trainers. I, I love the new trainers, the new tech. It's a pair of gloves with a llama on them. <laughs> and I'm going to get myself a pair right now. I'd be very surprised if you didn't. It's David Sanchez uh, for that. Uh, well, I'm going to stay on topic, actually. And, um, uh, oh, somebody's clapping. They, must, uh, they have demos so, and stuff They like the Zwift well. cast. They yeah, saw yeah. some. <laughs> um, the standout thing for me, I've got to say, just because it like took my breath away, was the Elite Smart Bike. I mean, I know it's stupid. No, well, I know it's, it's stupidly design expensive. Thing, it's yes, yes. I know it's stupidly expensive, but goodness me, it's desirable. I I'll mean, it really is. I'll have to add, this company's taking risks now in this space, yeah. coming out with products that may not sell, yeah. may be ridiculed, but they are taking risks, and I do like to see that. Yeah. And as consumers, we can sit back and watch that to no cost to us, whether you want the climb, whether you want the headwind, whether you want the crazy horse, whether you want the smart bike or not, you still get to choose that now if it's out in the market. So it's a really good, oh, and the rocket plate, I can't forget that behind us here. Yeah, yeah. Really good to see companies innovating and taking those risks and putting yeah. them in front of everyone. Yeah, and, and just to finish on this, mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's a way more exciting Eurobike this year than last year. Oh, us. tenfold, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my yeah. videos lined up, what did we say at the start? Six videos, yeah. you've got content everywhere. This won't be the first or last Zwiftcast we'll do yeah. on this one. Yeah. Heaps of stuff to talk about.
Yeah, yeah. Yep, the sun is. Uh, so for now, I am going to uh, head back to my hotel room and try and get this edited and uploaded. Uh, bandwidth uh, yeah, issues permitting. Uh, well, I think I'll at least get the audio version up. Um, so for now, uh, thank you for watching if you've been with us all the way through. And uh, we hope to have a little bit more tomorrow. Thanks very much. See you later.